Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the Reaching the Teaching Podcast presented by CI Esports. I'm your host, Robinson. I'm joined by my co-host, Johnny. Johnny, for the second yes. time ever, we have a reoccurring Ooh. guest. We have NBA 2K League champion, finals MVP of Wizards District Gaming, former number one overall pick. We have JBM in the building. What is going on, man? What's up, guys? I'm happy to be back. I'm you know, happy to come chop it up, tell you guys what I've learned, and you know, just just talk shop about the two K league. Yeah, let's uh, do it. All right. So, and before first things first, we had Black Frank White. He's he's all other recurring guests. We we, we since he's the recurring guest, we we put him a part of our best friends club. Since you're the second first <laughs> second person to be a part of it, that makes us best friends, right? We're we're, we're in the I'm in the club. Yes. Let's uh, go. Let's go. A second time. A second time. Bro. Second. All right. Cool. Up awesome. Up, bro. So let's start it off. Last time we talked. Three months ago was June. Uh, the league just started. I remember you guys were about to play, uh, do a rematch with Warriors Gaming, and uh, a lot's happened. You guys are champions, like I said. How does it feel to be back-to-back champions? Uh, for, and for the first time ever, it's the first time we ever seen something like that. Um, it's super fulfilling. I remember, I remember talking to you guys back in, um, what was it, June or whatever. Yeah, June. You know, everything at that point is so far fetched. You kind of want to just take it day by day and you know, not to get too ahead of yourself. Cause we, you know, we knew we had a chance to do it, but at the same time, it's super competitive and anything can happen. You know, everyone's gunning for that same goal. So, nah, I mean, it feels, it feels great. It feels like, you know, we can really, you know, it lets you, it lets you really believe that you can do anything you really set your mind to because it's like, no, no one's ever done that before. And it's, mm. you know, it's not physical. It's, it's solely mental and, you know, it's just solely like a, a testament of persistence and just, you know, just constantly adjusting and getting better as a person, as a player, as a team. So it's, you know, it, it meant a lot to all of us, I think. And it, it definitely gave me like a morale booster, just, you know, even even outside of 2K. Has it, we're kind of like a few weeks removed from you guys' win uh, against the Jazz Gaming in the finals of the NBA 2K League playoffs. Has it really sunken in? I know you kind of mentioned it briefly there, but has it really sunken in for you and your teammates? Like what you guys accomplished? This is a huge deal, like in terms of like the league itself, it's early beginnings and you guys going down as one of the best teams in the league history. Um, Yeah, you know, I think it has at the same time, though, I kind of want to keep the momentum going forward. And, you know, especially in this offseason, just really do my best to, you know, just propel what I, you know, started and, you know, continue, continue growing my brand and, you know, investing in some stuff on the side and just continuing to better myself. So, yeah, well, I definitely appreciate what's happened. I, I you know, I definitely want it not, you know, not let it get the best of me, not, uh, not, not be too content, I guess you could say, and just yeah. continue to elevate myself. You obviously the road to the championship wasn't easy. We, Oh, by the way, First of all, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to get in your pockets here, but we we projected a long, long time ago you guys were going to win the championship, like way ahead of time. We thought it was no brainer. We picked it. You ended up sweeping. We said you're going to win in four. I think we should get like a, a dollar to from the earnings that, that you guys made. I could buy a bacon and a cheese or something like that. Well, you know what? You know what we could do? I could send you guys a uh, – you send me that shirt. I could send you guys a jersey or something. Oh, Ooh, oh, oh. God. Oh, that would be cool to so, put it back oh. or whatever. Oh, sold, sold. get him. That's it. That's it. Part of us. I made it. Anyways, all right, so obviously, like I said, the, champ, the road to the championship wasn't easy. You have to go some tough teams in the Knicks and Nets, and then you have to go against the Red Hot Jazz. Talk about going against some elite point guards and Duck, Chalk, and Splashy on your route to the championship. That must have not been easy at all. 
Yeah, so, you know, obviously we've played against them, or I've played against them for a while now. That was the first time playing across from them. And, you know, I knew there was a little bit of a, you know, a sense of competitive competitiveness between us, especially now that we were in person. You know, there's a whole other dynamic. You know, there's a whole other element of something to prove. Um, you know, so playing right across from those guys and, you know, being able to look at them and, you know, see, see how they reacted and, you know, before the game, you know, talk a little smack to them. It was pretty cool. And, and you know, it's something I've wanted to do for a while because, you know, you, you lose that in this online you know, in the online play, you can't see who you're playing against. You can only see their virtual player on the screen. And, you know, I don't, I don't love that because it's, you know, it takes away a whole dynamic of what competition, anything should be. Um, you know, there should be some real life pressure. There should be some, you know, in-person pressure. There should, you should, you should have to feel real nerves. You should have to, you know, block some people out or, you know, whatever it is, you know, there's just, a, there's so many more components to it. So it was really, it was nice to go up against, against them and, you know, just you know, see how they operate in a you know in a real life situation, and um, you know, I've known them for a while, but you know, to see them in person for the first time, or you know, in playing playing against them in person for the first time was a it was a really cool opportunity because I think like all of us have our you know niches, I guess you could say, and what allowed us to be this good at a video game. So everyone carries himself a little differently and competes a little differently. And just sitting across them, you could really see that. And, you know, each each one of those guys had their own little edge. And, uh, you know, they displayed it differently, but it was definitely present. And, you know, I, I learned a lot from it. And I'm, I'm super grateful we got to do it uh, this time around. And just and this, just, this uh, is this is the first time, because obviously when you got drafted in 2020, this was before the pandemic hit. So all of 2020, you guys were virtual. And then this, this, is, the, this is the first time you ever did any 2 week league stuff in person. First of all, what type of – I want to hear what type of trash talk you do. Because, obviously, I don't know. You can't hear the whole thing. I don't know if – No, I heard like, a lot. On those Twitch streams? Oh, no. Nah, I see I, I see them take <laughs> off the mask. I see them raising. I'm like, okay, what are they saying, though? Because, obviously, I'm assuming there's some sort of, like, line you can't cross and avoid suspension. Like, what type of trash talking is going on there? Yeah, so I think everyone has their own style. Um, like, you, I'm sure you could see, like, Dave Fry and Just Awkward and them, you know, they're, they're – standing up screaming their head off and you know they were calling people i remember uh the point guard on the Knicks, duck uh day i kept calling him little tj little tj <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he was he was he was super frustrated about that but the way i go about it is like i'll really mess with like i'll just look at him i'll be like hey man here like just listen to me i'll be like no don't listen to those kids man you're, you're, you're trying your best like Keep, keep doing you like maybe next year you're gonna get it and just like <laughs> I just normalize them a little bit um because like at the same time you know I gotta play point guard I gotta keep my head on straight I gotta keep my mental calm so that's kind of my way of you know killing two birds with one stone um and you know I just you know I, just a little subtle comments a little snarky stuff just well exactly I, I, I like that. I, when I, I try to do subtle, I'm a Johnny. I have my moments. Obviously, you see me where I, I can't hold it together. So I, I say something that, but I, I try to, I try to keep the innate over till it's over until that thing says final. I don't really, I try to avoid trading trash talk because if it backfires, I'm, I'm going to kill myself. But <laughs> that's the other thing. Um, it's a great point. Like I, you know, I told these guys throughout all three games, like, you know, we're playing a video game. We're not, we're not playing, you know, it's, we're not playing football. We're not playing basketball. You're not going to get mad and hit someone harder, jump higher, you know, get back on defense faster, whatever it is. Like, 
I think the biggest, biggest emphasis on, you know, whatever you say or whatever, you, you still have to, you still have to be able to maintain that mental clarity and, you know, keep your head on straight. Cause like, you know, if that comes at the expense of you not being able to think clearly, I don't think it's worth saying. And I think we all, we did a great job of that throughout the playoffs. And, you know, we definitely got better and realized like, you know, that first game, everyone's, you know, it's the first time on stage, everyone wants to prove something. And I think we came into our own with, you know, just being content with just winning the game and keeping it pushing and, you know, not letting anyone else um, read our emotions. Do you think that's a dynamic because obviously you guys hopefully next season will be more on land and be able to kind of do that in-person gaming. Do you think that's a dynamic that you guys have to continue to get better at in terms of controlling your emotions, controlling, you know, your, where your environment is at and continuing to kind of move forward? Because obviously, you know, you could get ahead of yourself talking too much trash and to kind of you know, lose sight of the, the focus, right? It's win the game. So do you think that's a dynamic you guys have to get better at as time goes on? I do think we do, but, you know, I think we were the best at it by far out of all the teams that we're playing. And like, you know, I'm super happy about that. You know, I think it started even in practice, like we, we were always preaching body language and, uh, you know, just holding yourself to the highest standard of whatever you do, you know, whether it's, you know, showing up 10 minutes to early at latest every day, or, you know, like just not, you know, not, not being destructive towards one another, like, obviously holding each other accountable, but, you know, at a, at, in a constructive way. Um, I think all that added up, I think going into next season, you know, the biggest thing is just to remember what got us to where we were and, you know, to not get too ahead of ourselves and just to, you know, stay, stay humble, you know, stay hungry. And then like, you know, still play with an edge. So like there's a way to balance all three of those, but you know, you, you go too hard on either, any one of them you know, it's going to set you over the top in a way you don't want to be. So, you know, I don't think it's necessarily we have to get too much better. I think it's more just like, you know, remember what we did at our uh, at our best. Yeah, and you guys, like we talked about, you guys dominated. So I don't think there's much to like much. Obviously, obviously the team is not going to stay like this forever. But obviously I feel like with what what's what you feel like you're working, I feel like you don't have to improve too much because obviously you dominate. You won finals MVP. You don't just – it's not – there's not much to improve on from there. <laughs> so – um. But uh, let's talk about uh, you guys win. First of all, like, what, what did you do? Like, how did you celebrate? And any anything you can tell us about that when you guys celebrated? Any funny stories you can tell us? So after after the game, we went um, – what did we do? The, the 2K League actually rented out a restaurant for us. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because uh, my, uh, my parents were down there and my aunt and, you know, there was – there wasn't too many people from the league or from the wizards like family from there because you know it was it was a super last minute of like you know how the terms at which you could come down and watch the games you had to be vaccinated you had to get tested two days before it was like a whole whole mess so fortunately my family got down but you know we, we went to this bar or this restaurant after with um with all these like there was all these social media influencers and all these people and you know all these 2k players and whatever it was. And, uh, and my family was like probably 40 years old, 30 years older than everybody there. (laughs) It's so funny because like my dad's been watching this for like both of my parents for like, what is it? A year and a half now. So they have like, but you know, they've never seen these people. They've only seen their characters. (laughs) So they're walking up to people like, like talking to them but like they they they're trying to like match their face to the their <laughs> avatar 
yeah, so I yeah. explained to them that like, you know, that's not, that's not how, because <laughs> last year I had a face scan. So it kind of looked like that, but some people have Mohawks, whatever. So like, they were so lost in this room. They're like, where is, where is, I was like, oh, he's right there. Like he's just controlling <laughs> that guy. So that was, that was probably the funniest part. Um, but no, it was, it was really nice just to see, um, see everyone come together and like in a calm space, like, you know, with literally no pressure, um, you know, cause that was that whole two weeks leading up to the finals was, you really want to lock in. You feel like, you know, every moment you're not focusing on the game or preparing for the game in any way, you're selling yourself short. So just yeah. to be able to go, go kick it there and just, you know, chop it up with everybody and, you know, just tell some stories and, you know, appreciate one another's company it was super nice. And then, you know, we had a flight the next day, I think at noon. Um, I don't know how I got on it, but I did. And no, I'm kidding. But, um, oh, I was about to say, I was like, what? I was popping <laughs> crazy. <laughs> no, but it was, it was cool. We went out, we went out after the, uh, the restaurant and we all just kicked in. It, it was, it was a great night, honestly. And then, you know, right back to DC and mm. flew home to New York. And then, uh, yeah, man, here I am. I told you, Johnny. We were talking about this whole time. I told you he, you're, you're a New York native, correct? I live in New York. Yes. I told you, Johnny. Okay. I told you. He's uh, no, I thought you meant the. Like, oh, I thought you East meant East. the city, though. Is yeah, it? I don't. I don't. I don't live in the city. I live. Yeah. Just yeah. Outside. Okay. Okay. I thought that's, you meant the city. That's fine. New York or Jace. That's that's totally. <laughs> like, I, like, hey, like he he's part of this. He's part of this nigga. The woods. There you go. All right, Johnny. I. I know you're the biggest fan of JBM, so there's this. We obviously we have questions like that, Johnny. I'm gonna leave this question for you because you what's want. What's going on? This, oh, oh, oh. I'm gonna leave it to you because you're the biggest fan of JBM, so I'm gonna leave it to you to ask this question. Um, I, see, you you batting this up. It's gonna be a crazy question. It's pretty simple though. You better not um, have a blooper. But uh, like like Rob mentioned earlier at the top of this of the show is uh you know JBM now you are a former number one overall pick. You're mm-hmm. a Finals MVP. You're now a two time NBA 2K League champion. So I think um for you what else can you do to kind of evolve your game? And I guess you as in terms of like a, a, a figure in the league and have more success in this league as you go on. Cause you're only in your early twenties, right? Like, so you've had a lot of success so fast, so quick. What do you think you need to do to kind of evolve and kind of keep that success going? Yeah. So I think depending on what I do um, in this off season, like I don't know how much time I'm necessarily going to focus on 2k or not, but I would like to, do another one of the uh, the FIBA, the U- Team USA things. Oh, okay. Because last year was good. And we we won it, and it was, that was awesome. But, you know, there was one in the spring just before the league that I elected not to play in because I was trying to get ready for the league, and it was on a different – it was like a different game mode. And, you know, I just didn't want – that wasn't where my head was at. So to run that back one more time is something I would like to do. And uh, if I could get two championships and two gold medals, I, I'm going to call it a day for sure. And you also said that the Wizards, this, this Wizards district gaming team is the best team in 2K League history, correct? Yes. Tell us, sell it, sell it, to, sell it to the viewers and the listeners. Tell them why <laughs> this is the team. Obviously, because there's been different champions, but why is this the team? This is the gold standard. All right, so there's been four champions. We're at 50% of the champions. <laughs> no other team has 50%. That's my number one selling point. Number two selling point is we had the same team two years in a row. So, um, you know, I think that speaks for itself. And then, at the, you know, at the same time, I think our team across the board has a super 
super big like imprint on the league itself and on the whole community and and on esports honestly i think you know a lot of us have a pretty big following and have done some pretty cool things even outside of 2k so just like to all blend together and be on the same team and can accomplish what we did i think speaks for itself and you know i don't know who met too too many people who would argue that honestly i think wiz dg's undisputed right now <laughs> until him. further notice get him get him all right um we at CIE Esports, we consider you one of the bases in the league. Uh, I'm assuming you do as well. Do you see yourself as, like, the top guy in the league? Do you think you're, the, like, one, the, the top guy in the league, the best player? And do you think that uh, you're right, uh, helping the Wizard District Gaming become the champions or popularize the league going forward as, the, as what you led as the best team in the league? So when I think about 2K, I don't really, I, you know, I don't, I, I don't think I'm the best player at all. I don't even think I'm, I'm close to the best player. The thing with us, though, is I think we have, like, a team dynamic that makes everyone better. So I think, like, when we play as a whole, we're, we elevate our games much more than we would if we were just, you know, on a different team. So I think, you know, in this environment, we do really well. And I think, you know, just this, this championship and, and these past two championships and the storylines behind it will we'll really elevate the league just because um, – you know, there's, there's such a real-life dynamic towards it. Like, you know, not all of us grew up playing these video games, and it kind of just showed you how, you know, anyone can really do it if you have the right mindset and you, um, you know, have the, you have the right team dynamic and you have the, you know, right, right environment, really. So it's, I think it's inspiring to a whole different group of, of players or of aspiring Esport athletes of whoever or whoever it is that like, hey man, I you know I don't I didn't have to be doing this since I was ten years old to come in and give it a real shot and make some real money and whatever. So I think that whole that whole storyline is something that the two K league can really push, and I think you know that's that's where you really reach a whole new audience. Yeah, I think that's the target for at least the NBA two K league. It's a casual fan, a casual esports yeah. gamer that's kind of on the fringe, or maybe he's doing something else with their career. Like, but you said like before we interviewed you. You were a tennis player, right? And that was that was your goal, and you were, you know, going that route. And then you know things happen, and now you're here. So there's, there's not esports is not a role where you have to kind of work your whole life to get to this point, kind of thing. It's kind of like yeah, where exactly. if you dedicate the time to it, you can be good. You can get on this stage and get on this level if you put the time in, put the work in. And I think you guys' story will definitely re resonate with a lot of those like you know casual fans. And hopefully, you know, down the road, you know, five, ten years from now, when like you know, with more history to the league. They'll look back on this time and say, hey, yeah, I, I remember watching that stream with, you know, you know, Wizard District Gaming won back-to-back -back championships and now, you know, so-and-so, so. So I think that would be pretty cool if that was able to be the case for most new gamers coming up. Yeah, I also think, like, you know, they can incentivize pushing college athletes into the league in, in some sort and, you know, really selling selling their story. And, you know, I think they would be attractive to a lot of different teams because I don't think a lot of teams have taken the route of, like, hey, let's get the best – you know, traditional gamers and they've gone away from the, you know, that personality, the, the real like competitive outside competitive, you know, athlete experience. And I think teams are starting to realize like, Hey man, you know, this is, this is the method. This is the formula, you know, let's try it. Let's try it differently. So I think the league is in a super unique spot right now to grow a ton. Um, Cause I think, you know, we've opened it up to a whole nother realm of uh, personnel that they could engage with. Uh, so you talked about a little bit of off-season off -season plans. You're looking at investing. You're looking at other routes. You're not being too 2K-centric. Can you, like, go a little deeper? Like, what, what what's – because obviously the 2K League off-season is 
it's pretty big. It's not like your prototypical like NBA offseason. It's not that. It's pretty couple months. But the NBA two league offseason is pretty long. Like what what do you want to do to uh, to keep yourself your elevate your brand and stay relevant in the esports community and um, show that hey I'm JBM and you should really um, you should really invest in what I have to offer to esports world and to kid league world. Yeah. So so with respects to like esports and whatnot, I'm working with somebody right now. I don't want to say too much, but um. Ooh, we're we're doing a uh, we're we're going to be bringing a whole platform to the collegiate environment. So we're gonna mm-hmm. it's going to be across colleges, and you know we're going to attack it nationally. And um, that's something I really believe in, and I think a lot of college kids would be really happy to engage with, just because there's you know there there's such a bridge between your top esport like environment and then your, your casual esport environment, but to be frank, there's not, you know, it's not impossible to get to, you know, the bridge is much, much greater than the, uh, than the gap, if that makes sense. I feel like you can, you can really, you know, a typical kid, you know, I was in college three years ago. I was like a lot of the kids who would be playing or on the platform that I'm trying to, to, to bring to, uh, bring to collegiate esports, mm-hmm. um, and just to show them like, Hey, you know, this is where you can be if you want to be there. Um, is something I think is really cool and it's going to be super, it's going to resonate with a lot of people. Um, so that's, that's like my biggest project I'm working with. I'm doing a couple uh, smaller things with a, with a hair product and a, um, uh, an actual, a gamer oriented energy capsule, which is going to be interesting. <laughs> but, you know, I want to just really blend everything together and kind of just tie that, tie the knot between your, you know, you, real balancing real life and being great in an esport because you really can do both um and i think people get so caught up in hey i gotta play this game for 12 hours a day but but in reality you know if you can keep your head straight and you, know, you can stay fit and you can stay you know stay calm and, and constantly have perspective and you know say stay stay on the right track you know, it's super attainable with you know the the free time college kids have you free see, time, Rob, time, this time. is why JBM is one of the goats. You see, again, this is because me as a gamer is in my mentality. I, I'm not a, I'm not an advocate for playing 12 to 15 hours a day because I think that can lead to unhealthy habits down the road. Yeah, and obviously, I understand why some people do it. If you're a streamer, and that's your income. You got to do what you got to do. But I think to get good at a game, you don't need to log in that many hours a day. You need to have a life. And I think to be able to have outside interests, you know, invest in things, have different deals with, with brands especially in terms of getting your, your brand out there, I think it will definitely help collaborating with, you know, hair products or whatever the case may be. I think it will definitely help you, JBM, and obviously the league itself, uh, kind of exposure, right? And I think also, too, we hear CEI trying to do the same thing. Collegiate esports is something that is really untapped right now. And I think uh, there's a whole uh, world where, you know, a lot of athletes in your position can definitely make a make a big, big uh, move in that direction. And so was we, you know, it was hopefully me and Rob. That's kind of funny. I didn't even, I didn't even put two. two together. I didn't realize you guys stood for collegiate esports. Yeah. No, no, it's not, no, it's not collegiate. It's, it's more just education brand right now. So we kind of tap into middle schools, a little bit of high schools, but we're trying to get into that oh, collegiate okay, okay, ranking okay, as well. Okay. Yeah. So um, uh, I've been an advocate for that for the last few months now, but hopefully, you know, we'll cross paths eventually with, with the you know, collegiate esports. But yeah, man. Around. No, hundred percent. And I, I'm, the biggest advocate for that like there's no there's no reason to beat your head in and like because mm-hmm. it's like anything in life like you know I, I actually learned it a lot with tennis like 
there was, you know, I played with kids who played for 10 hours a day and, you know, those last six hours you're playing, it's just mindless work and you don't even know, you don't have no goal. You're just out there to hit the ball. And at mm -hmm. that point it becomes counterproductive because it messes with your mental and, you know, you, you lose sight of the greater goal and you also lose sight of like the important things in life outside of tennis. And that becomes like, and that makes like everything that happens in tennis so much more significant than it needs to be. And I think that same analogy is, can be made to video games. You, you spend that much time in it, you know, you lose your game. You're like, oh my gosh, this is all I had. Like, this is all I was doing. But mm -hmm. like, you know, it's much, much healthier, much, much more natural to be like, hey, I lost. All right, that's fine. You know, hey, buddy, what are we doing tonight? Or, you know, it's, I'm going to the gym or, you know, like and call call your family, go, go have a family dinner, or whatever it is, man, just to, to be able to step away and, and just, be more analytical than critical is the biggest possible way to really improve yourself as a esports player and as a person. Like, you know, See, you just yeah. Go ahead. I don't mean to cut you off. No. So I think, I think you know, you learn a lot about yourself and how you react, and you can kind of find patterns in your reactions to certain things. And you know, when you're able to take a step back, you can really fix that. And you know, there's stuff I've learned in 2K, and there's stuff I've learned in tennis. There's stuff I learned in real life. There's stuff I've learned and you know just going socially and you know if you react the same way a couple times you get put in the same situation a couple times you want to just elevate yourself every time you do it and exactly. and the only way to do that is to be able to take a step back that comes with not spending that much time on the game that's that's what happened to me when i was playing johnny 2k the other day this guy i'm playing johnny 2k and this guy puts derrick rose on <clears throat> yeah derrick rose and this guy i was telling johnny i don't know why jordan is the jump man logo it should be derrick rose because this guy's dunking on everybody i can't stop him and i don't want to play 2k20 because we're playing 2k20 because 2k21 drove me crazy with the shooting stuff i don't know how you do it it drove me nuts the shooting it changed the way how i play i just didn't shoot as much anymore i had to take a step back and no and the way i took a step back is i bought 2k22 that's how i took a step back so I could elevate and go to another game. So I'm 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 changing my style and I just can't. Two K twenty two is fun. Yeah. So no. I was I was about to ask you how much how much two K have you played since the season ended? I got back last night. Um, or no, Tuesday night. Yeah, no, no, no Monday night. I got back Monday. So I, yesterday was the first day I played, and uh, it was fun. Then I like it a lot. It's uh, mm. similar to last year, but. You know, I, the thing I like about it is it's a new game. And, you know, it's last year, it's like I played the game a lot because, you know, I was playing from start to finish almost with the league because the league kind of ended around the time that the game ended. And it's like, you know, I figured it out a lot. And, you know, I kind of know what I'm going to get from everyone I play and play with, whatever. But this year, it's like it's a whole new game. And it's like a, it's a personal challenge for me to – I like – I like – my thing is like I don't want to play a lot, but I want to be the I want to be the best. Like I want to see how little I can play with still, you know, still winning. So um I love like I love this stuff. Like I was playing uh Pro Am last night and I was getting smoked by like <laughs> the whole night and I was like, damn man, like I gotta get better, I gotta figure this out. But uh it's so fun, it's like a chess match to me. So, you know, I'm having fun with it, I'm enjoying it, but obviously I got some other stuff going on too. So, you know, I'm kind of taking it with a grain of salt and just you know, really appreciating it, appreciating it again, because you kind of get lost in it with the league a lot. Like mm -hmm. you know, you're still wrapped up in it. So just to, you know, remember why you started doing it is always fun. And, uh, especially in the beginning of the game, everyone's so into it. I've, I've definitely been having a good time. Yeah, just like you said, if you play it, if it doesn't work out, just take a step back and reevaluate, and then you get back at it when you can. So that's pretty much yep. that's pretty much the mindset. So all right, as we wrap up, we're running out of time. 
uh, where can the people follow you on social media? We said it before, but we're going to say it again. Where can the people follow you? Uh, yeah. So all my socials, I just changed. Actually, I have my, I have someone managing, like I'm going to start doing YouTube and, and uploading some stuff. And I made yes, all my yes. socials the same. So J A C K M A S C O N E, my name for every, every social media platform you can find. And you also, I, I follow you on Twitter. Uh, but uh, and I don't want to say I don't. I'm not trying to sound like I'm feeding you for a follow back. But anyways, uh, what's so your I, Twitter, dude? I got one for <laughs> I gotta find it. Uh, I, I I wish I could tell you my Twitter. Uh, it's I'll I'll I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. Um, anyways, uh, so uh, you post on Twitter. You post on Twitter that you're always looking for people to play online. Like, tell us like what you try to do. You always tweet out like, hey, I'm trying to find somebody to uh, get a build, run some games. What, what are you trying to do there? You trying to find meet new people? What are you trying to do there? To be honest, man, I don't. I would rather talk to like, so like just a normal guy, or just someone off Twitter, mm-hmm. like a normal person, than these guys who, you know, are obviously I could you know play with play with some of the better people, but I I would rather just to have a real conversation and not talk about the two K league and and stuff yeah. like that. So like a lot of times I'll even post on Xbox looking for group posts, like hey, like need and like people will sometimes I know who I am, sometimes I don't, but like just to go in there and just chop it up and you know just. I, I honestly, I don't spend that much time if I'm not in the league talking to people in the league. So, mm-hmm. like, I just do my best to kind of just just enjoy myself while I'm on the game. I don't, you know, I don't, it's it's not a big thing for me to play with big names or anything. I'm just trying to have fun and maybe get a little better and learn something about some new people and chop it up. All right, cool. Well, I just I just dropped a follow, so if you could you if you want to check it out there. But anyways, as we I wrap up, you already followed me. I just I just re- I redid it. Scotty, you should go totally do it kidding. too. He's slacking. Uh, anyways. Oh I, no, I am. I am. Uh, anyways, so that'll do it. Uh, this for this edition of the Reaching the Teaching podcast presented by CI. You can find us on Reaching the Teaching on Instagram. You can check us out on Apple Podcasts. It, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and the whole thing. You want to see us on YouTube, check it out. You can see JBM. You can see his cool pitch in the background. I don't know what that is, but you want to check that <laughs> out right there. Yeah, you'll see all that good stuff, and stay tuned for more. Uh, thanks a lot, JBM, for taking time. It's the Finals MVP, yes. two-time uh, Wizards District Gaming Champion right here. Thanks a lot for checking, uh, coming along with us and see what else is going on with them. All right, stay tuned, guys, for more.